This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. So let's get into everything that happened this week. This week was kind of a crazy week, um, both good and bad, but I guess this will kind of be my peak and my pit of the week. I'm just going to kind of like, I'm just going to tell you guys everything that I did this week because I did a lot. So first and foremost, I got a job. Um, it's a part-time job. I'm actually really excited about it. It's in the units. It's a unit secretary position in the cardiothoracic surgical unit at one of the hospitals here. And I'm really, really excited about it. But the part that sucks with it is that because it's in the hospital, I have to go based on normal hospital shifts. So they're 12 hour shifts. They're either 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or they're 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So we'll see how that goes. We all know that if I get the 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. one, I might be fucked because I go to bed at 9 p.m. every day. So we will see how this goes, but I'm super excited and I'm like, I think it'll just be such a good opportunity and I'll learn a lot and I get to like be in the hospital and be surrounded by like medicine and like the medical practitioners and I'm just really I'm really excited about it with that being said though it's a little stressful and this week has been a little stressful just because I'm a Canadian citizen that is going to school in the U.S. so for me to be allowed to work I have to kind of jump through a lot of hoops to get a working visa that lets me do this so part of it is that this job has to directly relate to the program that I'm in. So for people that don't know, I'm in like a healthcare ethics master's program. And so I had to talk with my professor, who's also the department head of this program. And I had to basically like pitch to him how I think that these two things relate so that he can sign off on it and we can try and get me a visa with the school. I sent him an email. I explained to him everything because I was trying to book an appointment with him in person, but he was just so busy. So I sent an email. I explained it. And then he sent me one back asking for more info about it. And I like sent him all the info. Everything was great. And then maybe like 20 minutes later, I started to spiral and I was like, oh shit, what if he says no? Like, what if he says he won't sign off on it? And I started to panic. So I sent him another email and I was like, hi, doctor, blah, blah, blah. I'm just a little nervous. So I'm going to pitch it to you again. And I like sent this long ass email again and I pitched it to him again. And then he said, okay. And so now we're just working on actually getting the visa granted and everything, but it should be good. I'm super excited. I started at the end of February, so I have a little bit of time to kind of like get my shit together and kind of like plan to be working two shifts a week and also going to school and everything that I'm doing. So I'm super excited. Another super exciting thing that I'm sure everyone has saw because I post it everywhere because I'm like really proud and really happy about it. Um, HC was in BuzzFeed for a second time, which is just like so crazy to me and I got just as excited the second time as I did the first time like I am just very like shocked I guess is probably how to like I don't even know I'm just very like this is crazy like this is like something that I just did randomly and like here we are and I'm like working really hard at it but 
just actually seeing it come to life has been so insane and I'm like so happy that people actually like the stuff that we're doing and it's just it made me so happy and I'm so excited This week, I also had a school presentation that I had to do. It went really well, but I have insane social anxiety, as we all know, and public speaking, which I guess you guys are probably like, that's so weird because you're literally doing a podcast, but public speaking is something that I am terrified of, and it's something I need to just like overcome because I think I'm going to probably have to do it like a lot in life, but especially in an academic setting, public speaking scares the shit out of me. So I was panicking about this presentation for so long, but it went well. I tried to stay really calm. There's a time limit on it and I had to like reach the certain time. I was nervous that I was going to be talking too quick and I wasn't going to hit that time marker. So I tried to like do deep breaths, calm myself down and talk like not really slow, but like pretty slow because when I get nervous I like pick up my pace a lot so that went well it was good it just gave me a lot of anxiety right until the point that I was done I was like shaking it was a whole thing but I think it went pretty well what else did I do this week um Friday night I went out with some of my friends from school we went to a cute little like I don't even know if it's like a bar or like a lounge type of thing here in Pittsburgh, but it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I tried an espresso martini for the first time. I don't know if anyone else has ever had them. I was craving one for probably like two weeks. I was texting everyone telling them that I wanted one, but I never actually had one until Friday night. But they are my new favorite thing. They are so good. We know I'm a coffee fanatic, so it was right up my alley. The only only downside is that I didn't clue into the fact that there's real shots of espresso in this drink. So I was having a few. They were flowing. I was not going to say no if someone was going to offer to like get me one. I also was going to actively get myself one. I just I was really liking them. But so it was like 2.30 in the morning and I was wired. Like I still wanted to stay out. I felt like it was 9 p.m. But it's because this espresso, like I did not clue into the fact how many shots of espresso I had that night. But it was so much fun. I had the best time. Like I said in like 9 million other podcasts, this year I'm really trying to balance. And with this new job, I feel like that's gonna kind of hinder it a little bit. So I'm really just trying to go out, have fun, be with my friends. So yeah, I got home at 2.30 in the morning. I went to bed. I only slept for a few hours. I think it's because the espresso was still like hitting. And I woke up at like 7.30. My big thing is instead of being hungover, like when I feel like it's coming on, I first take Tylenol and then I get up and I move my body in some way and I kind of sweat it out. So I woke up, I forced myself to get out of bed. I went to the gym, I walked on the treadmill. I did not do any crazy workout. I just like walked on the treadmill. And then by 9 9 a.m. I was fine. I was great. I had some water. I got stuff done. I had a chill day at home and I felt great. But yeah, I had a really, really good week. I also had a little bit of a stressful, anxiety filled week, just like with school and that kind of thing. But overall, amazing week. Those were my pits. Those were my peaks. And let's start this episode. 
I'm super excited about this episode. I think it's something that I have a lot of advice and a lot of tips and tricks on. I mean, everyone knows that I'm a huge morning person. I wake up at 4.40 every morning and... I think that I'm one of the best people to talk about this because I do it every single day. So hopefully it helps you guys in some way if you are trying to become a morning person. I also just want to let you guys know that this is not something that just all of a sudden became a thing for me. I kind of became a super big morning person just because of circumstance. When I was an undergrad, I would have 7 a.m., 8 a.m. labs, and I knew I had to get stuff done before I would go to these labs. So waking up early kind of became a gradual process, and I definitely did not used to wake up as early as I do now, but because of the situation that I'm in, I have to wake up at this time, but I've learned to love it. I get so much done. Like by 11 a.m., 12 p.m., like all my shit's done for the day. And it's just something that I just, I find it so empowering to wake up before most of the world. And also it's a time where people aren't texting me or messaging me and it's a time for myself. I also just want to say before we actually get into my morning routine and what I do, I do not have a morning routine that is set for a relaxation, meditation, journaling, making a huge ass breakfast that takes 10 hours. Like that is not my morning routine. That's not like that just doesn't work in my situation. I have to be at the hospital or be at school by a certain time every day. And as much as I love my morning routines, I also value my sleep. So my morning routines are a little bit quicker pace. I You'll see what I mean when I get into what I actually do, but 90% of me being a morning person comes from prep the night before. I make sure that I am so well prepped before I go to bed that in the morning it's way easier on me and everything kind of flows and goes way quicker. So we're going to talk about the nighttime first because I think that's the most important part. Let's talk about what I do at night to get my shit together so that the next morning I don't want to die when I have to wake up super early. An important thing that I do before I go to bed every night is I clean my apartment and I wash all my dishes. I put them in the dishwasher. I have it set so that it'll start in like two or three hours or however long so that when I do wake up in the morning, I'm not walking out into an apartment that is super messy and cluttered. For me, when I wake up in the morning, I am already like kind of on edge. I think it's because I'm just so tired. It could be my alarm. My alarm scares the shit out of me all the time. And I don't want to wake up already kind of be on edge and walk into my apartment and be like, oh shit, look how disgusting it is. My anxiety's heightened and I'm going to have to clean this later when I have time and all my dishes are in the sink and they're gross and there's food on them. Like, that is not how I want to start my day. That is not a good way to start your day. It gives you anxiety. It gives you stress. It's only like five in the morning. Now's not the time to be panicked. So before I go to bed every night, I make sure I like fold up my blankets or I put pillows on the couch or I wipe down my counters. I put my dishes in the dishwasher, like I said, and I just make sure that I have a clean space to go to bed. Okay, so this one's probably the most important thing I do the night before, just because I 
um, love to eat, but I will prep my breakfast every single night for the next day. So you guys are probably like, what the actual heck are you talking about? If you need a good breakfast to eat in your morning, it's super early on your way to school, whatever it is, even if you need something like portable. Yeah. I would highly, highly recommend overnight oats. You can change them up if you don't like eating the same thing every day. You can use different flavored protein powders, whatever it is, and you can add different toppings. I personally am a creature of habit, so I will eat the same thing every day and not get sick of it, but every single night before I go to bed, I will put oats like in a little container. I'll put oats, I'll put protein powder because I want a little bit of protein, but obviously make these however you want. I will do some milk, some water, some cinnamon. If you want to put chia seeds, put chia seeds. If you want hemp hearts, put hemp hearts, do you, whatever you want. And then one thing that I do do is I take frozen berries and I pour the frozen berries on the top and then I put this in the fridge and I leave it overnight obviously and what happens is that the berries kind of get soft but they're still cold and they kind of like you know when you have frozen berries and you put them in the microwave and they kind of make like a compote type of idea I don't know if compote's the right word like they kind of like melt a little bit and there's like the juices that sounds gross but that's kind of what happens. And I really, really love using the frozen berries because they're soft, but they're still cold. That's what I eat for breakfast every day. So in the morning, I can wake up, have my breakfast ready. I don't need to do any dishes. I don't need to do anything. I literally just grab a fork. I eat it out of this container and it's the best thing. It's the best thing ever. I don't have to stress about making a huge ass breakfast or I don't feel like I don't have time to eat breakfast. A big thing is that when you're super busy or you're waking up really early, sometimes you don't feel like you have time to actually make food. So doing these little things to help yourself and to prep yourself is super important because everyone's bodies, you need, you need a shit ton of food. Because I work out every morning, typically before school, I will set out all of my workout clothes. I will literally just like fold them up, put them in my bathroom so that when I get up in the morning, I can like go change. I also will make my pre-workout. So I will literally like put my pre-workout in the shaker cup, fill it with water, shake it up, put it in the fridge. Same thing, the minute I wake up in the morning, I don't have to take any extra steps. I just wake up, I grab my pre-workout from the fridge, I'm good. I'm good to go. All my clothes for the gym are all ready. I don't need to like scrummage through my closet and try and find a cute outfit to wear. It's already set out. I also will do the same thing with my school clothes. I will pick out what I'm wearing. I will just put them like on my floor. I'll put them wherever so that when I come back in the morning, I have that ready. It's another thing I don't need to worry about. I don't need to stress. On this note of like prepping the night before and packing everything, I will also pack my school bag for the next day. If you're working, you can pack your work bag, whatever it is. I will put my laptop, all my stuff in there. I will put any homework, whatever it is, my purse, put my keys beside my bag. Like I just have everything lined up that in the morning, it's so much easier and I don't really have to think that much. Also with waking up super early, I find that when I'm so tired, I tend to forget things. So doing it the night before, 
kind of alleviate some of that panic and stress. I also sometimes, if I think that I'm going to forget, I'll write on a little sticky note, like grab ice pack from freezer so that I can put it in with my lunch kit and like take it to school. Just in case I think that I'm like going to forget to do it, I will put a sticky note, put it on my fridge. Again, I will fill my Brita filter the night before. I will make sure that it's fully stocked so that the next morning when I wake up, I can have fresh cold water because we are hydrating this year. And I've made that very clear that we are drinking a shit ton of water. So I will make sure that it's nice and cold. It's fresh. It's in my fridge. It's ready to go. Because the worst thing ever is when you're trying to like, you're so thirsty and you want water and you go to your little Brita and there's nothing in it. And you're like, now I have to wait like five minutes for it to filter through. And yeah, so I just like fill it the night before (laughs) every single night before I go to bed, I make sure that it's stocked. Another thing that I found has really helped me is to try to not be on my phone before I go to bed. So typically for me, the day before, the night before, I finish school, all my stuff, I eat dinner, and then after dinner is kind of my wind down. Like, unless I have something super pressing that I have to do with school, I typically use that time to do all these things that I'm telling you, like pack my lunch, prep my breakfast, clean my apartment, all of that. That's what I do like after dinner at like 6.30 p.m. But keep in mind, I do go to bed like kind of early most of the time. But I found that being on my phone before I go to sleep, it kind of impacts my sleep and I don't sleep as soundly as I normally would. So instead, I've been reading. I've been on a huge reading kick. If anyone has book recs, please let me know. But I have found that reading helps. It kind of puts me in a better space. It's super relaxing. And then I go to sleep and I have a more sound, deep sleep than I would have if I was on my phone the night before. And because we're going to bed and waking up so early in the morning, we are trying to maximize the quality of our sleep because it's just so important. So that's what I do the night before to kind of prep for the morning. So now for the actual morning, I wake up at around 4.40 in the morning every day. I'm the type of person that I only set one alarm, but if you're someone who is just starting to try to become a morning person, set as many alarms as you need to, to make sure that you can like get your ass out of bed. A lot of people, one alarm isn't going to suffice, but for me, what I find is that if I set more than one alarm, so like if I set one for 440 and I set one for 445 or whatever it is, I wake up the second time and I'm way more exhausted than I would have been if I just woke up at my first alarm. And I think it's because I like kind of start to fall asleep, but I don't fully fall asleep. And I'm like in this weird like space and this weird, like, I don't know, like half sleeping, half not type of sense. And then waking up the second alarm is way, way harder for me. So I just do one alarm. It goes off. I wake up, get my shit together (laughs) I know that for a lot of people, that's probably not the easiest thing to do. I'm just used to it because I do wake up at this time all the time and I know I have to get up and I have to get moving. So if you still think that this isn't going to work for you, then put your phone on the other side of the room and set your alarm. That way, when your alarm goes off in the morning, you're going to have to get up. I mean, unless you're a really, really sound sleeper and you can like sleep through this alarm going off for however long, you're going to have to get up. You're going to have to turn it off. And then it's honestly just up to you to like 
suck it up and stay awake and like not go back to your bed. A lot of people ask me like, how do you get over the initial like, oh fuck, like I have to wake up type of idea. And you don't, you don't really get over it. Some days it's a lot easier than others. It depends how much sleep you get. It depends what your like body's doing. It depends on all this, all these things. But I just know that I have so much that I have to do. I know I have places to be. I know I have things to get done. I know that working out is important to me. So I'm good to schedule it in and I'm good to get it done. And that's just how I force myself to get out of bed. And then once you're out of bed and you're moving, it gets a lot easier. But another thing that I have to say is that do not go on your phone and do not go on social media after your alarm went off and lay in bed. It makes it so much harder to get out of bed and like, I know it's cold and it sucks. Like it is snowing outside while I'm recording this, but laying in bed on your phone on social media, like you're not going to want to get out any more than you did however long ago that your alarm went off. So once that alarm goes off, you can check your messages super quick. You can do all of that, whatever, but do not go on Instagram. Don't go on TikTok. Don't start scrolling. Just get up, get out of your bed. One thing that I did get recently that I want to tell you all about, it's called a Hue light. Like I think it's like H-U-E, but it's just like a little light bulb that I put in my lamp and I control it on my phone and they have different settings for like different moods. So I could do reading and then it sets like the lights to like how it should be when I'm reading or it'll be like a dimmed light or it'll be like a red light or just it's really cool actually. But so one of the features on it is that you can actually preset a certain time for your alarm to turn on and for your alarm to turn off. So they have different like fade in times. So mine's set for 10 minutes, but I think the max you can do is like 30. And I set this light to wake me up at the time that my alarm goes off. Typically it wakes me up a little bit before my alarm just because... I mean, there's like a bright light shining. And so I just I like wake up, but I really, really like it because I don't know if anyone else, when I, when my alarm goes off, it like stresses me out and it like gives me a little bit of panic. So having this light wake me up kind of just, I'm like way more calm and like less anxious, but It is the best thing ever. I highly recommend everyone get these light bulbs. You control it on your phone. Like I said, they have so many different settings and like the fade in and out to like wake up and go to sleep thing is like the coolest thing ever and I love it. Okay, my alarm went off. Now what? I get out of bed. I take all my vitamins, everything I gotta do. I go to my closet. I go to my bathroom. I put on the clothes for the gym that I set out the night before. I grab my pre-made pre-workout from the fridge. I grab my little keys. I grab my headphones, everything that I have already put on my counter where it needs to be so I can just grab it all in the morning. I head down to the gym. By the time, like between the time that I wake up and actually get to the gym, it's probably like 10 minutes. I work out in my apartment complex. So I'm not driving anywhere, so it's super quick. I go to the gym for a little bit. I go back up to my apartment. I take a shower, get ready for the day, put on the outfit of the clothes that I laid out for school. I get ready. And now this is the point where I make my bed. So when I got out in the morning um, and my alarm went off, I do not make my bed right away. 
it's something that I am so exhausted that I'm like, you know what? I just need to like get out of bed, put my clothes on and like leave my apartment, go to the gym. I do not want to stay in my bedroom any longer than I have to. I honestly, I don't wake up and I think, wow, I should really be making my bed right now. Like it's probably the last thing I want to do, but I do know that making your bed is super important. So when I was in therapy, my therapist actually told me that I should be making my bed every day. I went to therapy. I was telling her how I don't feel like I accomplished very much in life. I'm very hard on myself and it's very hard of me to like feel like I'm doing enough. And one of the things that she told me I should be doing every day is making my bed. And for me personally, it's not even that making my bed is like an instant gratification. I don't look at it as soon as I make it in the morning and I'm like, wow, look at what I just did. I just made my bed. How amazing. For me, it's a delayed gratification thing. It's that when I come home after school, when I come home after work, when I come home late at night, whatever it is, I walk into my bedroom and my bed is made. So no matter how shitty my day was, no matter if nothing else went right, I come home to a clean space, my bed is made, I accomplished that one thing. I did that one task I needed to do. My bed is made, it is clean, it is comforting, I can get into it and know that like I made my bed earlier this morning, I did this one thing. For me, it's kind of it's kind of nice. It's like actually kind of a nice thing that no matter, even if the whole day was so shitty, the last thing you wanna do when you had a bad day was come into your room and for it to be like all like disheveled and like your bed's not made and nothing's put away and it just, it gives you more anxiety. It's kind of the, it's it's the mindset that like, a clean space is like a clean head or like a clean mind, you know, like whenever I have anxiety and stuff, I always look at my apartment and I'm like, okay, my apartment's like a mess. Like every, there's trash everywhere. There's clothes everywhere. There's all this stuff. And I'm like, maybe that's part of why I have anxiety right now. So that's also why I clean my apartment the night before. Like I said, it just helps to calm my anxiety. And because I'm such an anxious person, I need to do all these things. Okay, so after I made my bed, I come out into my kitchen. I will grab my pre-made packed lunch that I made the night before, put an ice pack in it, put it in my backpack. That's all good to go. Then I will grab out my overnight oats from the fridge. I will either eat them at home if I have time or I'll bring them with me to school on my drive. I'll eat them in the car. I'll grab my hydro. I fill my hydro up with my fresh water that is in my fridge and I grab my stuff and I head out the door. And that's pretty much my morning routine. It's super simple. Like I said, I don't have one of those morning routines where I sit and I journal and I force myself to do it for like 45 minutes. Also, like for me, I'm just not going to sit down every single day and journal. I used to do it more in quarantine, but I think it's because I just didn't have anything to do. I just journal whenever I feel like I need to journal. I don't set a time every single day to do it. So that just doesn't fall into my morning or my night routine if it if I just don't feel like I need to or I don't really want to, to be honest. But that's literally just my morning and how I do it. And I'm out the door by probably 7:15 every morning roughly. So I I mean I do go to the gym for like quite a while. It's just a very therapeutic thing for me. I like to walk on the treadmill and like watch a YouTube video. But 
my time like coming home from the gym and actually leaving my apartment not like it's not that long it's really not and it's just because I prepped everything I needed to the night before but if you are not a morning person I'm not even gonna lie to you it's gonna fucking suck for the first little bit like it's gonna suck um you're gonna be so exhausted and you're gonna be tired you're probably gonna be crabby but you need to just stick with it it's kind of like when you are detoxing from something like whatever it is and you kind of go through withdrawals it's gonna be the same thing but over time your body's gonna get used to the fact that like okay i'm waking up at 6 a.m maybe i should go to bed at like 10 30 like you're gonna start to get used to it you just have to basically suck it up for a little bit and let your body adjust to it i personally love the mornings i think it is so like i said it's just such a empowering feeling to like be up before so many people i took an exam on wednesday and i finished the exam by 8 30 in the morning and then i had the rest of the day and it's like kind of empowering to wake up and also, no one's texting me in the morning and I can go do my workout and I'm not stressed about sending emails or anything. And I use the mornings as kind of my time for myself because a lot of my day, I do things for other people. And so these mornings are just for me. And if that means waking up at like freaking so early so that I have this time for myself in the morning, then I'm going to do it because I value that time. But of course, this is just my morning routine. This is what works for me and my schedule, my lifestyle. If you are wanting to become a morning person and you're going to try it, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do your prep the night before. Like I said before, I think 90% of being a morning person is like setting yourself up for success in the morning. And all of that comes from what I do the night before. Literally none of it has to do with in the morning. You're so exhausted in the morning and you're, I mean, sometimes I'm like really crabby because I'm like, why the fuck am I waking up right now? So not having to think about anything and just grabbing stuff from the fridge that's already pre-made or grabbing my backpack as a whole unit because I know everything's already in it and I don't have to like run around my apartment looking for my computer. It just makes everything so much easier. It makes it a way better experience. You're not going to be as like stressed out and lethargic and tired when everything's already done for you. If you try to be a morning person and you use any of my tips and you prep anything the night before, please send me a DM. Let me know if you want my overnight oats recipe because they're freaking bomb. Let me know if you try overnight oats. Let me know. Oats are my favorite thing in the entire world. I'm obsessed with them. But thank you guys so much for listening. As always, send a DM, like this podcast, rate it, review it, share it with a friend. Let me know what you guys think of it. Let me know if you're going to try to be a morning person. If you already are a morning person, what your routine is. I'm always looking for new tips and tricks for myself to kind of add little things into my morning. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.